Hey everyone, this is uh, Dirty Old Man. How are you guys doing today? I really, really hope you're having a fantastic day. Today, I'm going to record a special edition of Advice from a Dirty Old Man and it is concerning the biblical series. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. This is something I've gave lessons on. This is something I've given speeches on. And this is a very interesting subject for some of us. Others will start listening to this and at the moment they... Uh, they hear the word Jesus religious and oh fuck they'll go on to listen to Joe Rogan or or any other fucker but not me which they regularly do who gives a fuck I know I know people who want to listen well they listen people who don't well they don't anyways today it's the first of the I believe five biblical series I will be recording in the near future and today we're going to start with the origins of Christianity the mere mere origins so when it all started and of course, it all begins with uh, with uh, Jesus ben Joseph. That's uh, that was probably Jesus' name. But let's begin before by mentioning that there is uh, all historical references to Jesus, all information we have fr from Jesus, and everything we know about him is only and exclusively from the Bible. There is no other document ever, anywhere mentioning jesus at all and you will listen uh, religious uh, fanatics say that no josephus mentioned him no he didn't he mentioned a crazy guy who thought he was the messiah and let me tell you that in those days there were thousands of crazy guys who thought they were the messiah you know so it could have been jesus it could have been a thousand other guys and so there's an, a couple of historians um uh, roman and greek historians but the greek are not valid because they're later on so that's they're already biased but the romans had two historians josephus and another guy who i can remember his name who mentioned a guy who could be jesus but again, it could have been a thousand other guys who pretended to be the Messiah. Remember that in those days, uh, false, false messiahs and crazy fuckers were sprouting like wildflowers just everywhere. There's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of them, you know. So why Jesus? Well, let's begin, as my father used to say, let's begin from the beginning. So uh, according to the Bible, and again, all history we have, all information we have from this guy is from the Bible, uh, Jesus was uh, born of uh, Joseph and Mary, specifically Mary and God, okay? So they were Jewish family who lived in uh, Jerusalem or near Bethlehem, and uh, and so the story goes that uh, Mary was betrothed to Joseph. You know, and uh, so here we come into some historical terms. What does betrothed means in the Jewish tradition? So it, it betrothed means that some arrangement has been made between the families that a young girl should will marry this guy when she comes of age. So it's a prearrangement. So it means the girl is not yet a woman, is not yet ready. Probably she hasn't had her period yet, or if she has it, she had it. It's very recent. So they are waiting for her to be of a certain age and being more mature in order to marry this guy who is most often much, much older than she is. And this is precisely the case of Mary and Joseph. Mary was betrothed to Joseph. So that means that Mary could have been around 12 to 14 years old when, uh, when she was betrothed. And so when all the immaculate conception happened, when God 
came from the skies and inseminated Mary. Mary was from 12 to 14, maybe 15 years old. So you could very well argue that God is a pedophile and that, um, you know, he's a dirty old man. Yeah, I made it. I called the fucker a dirty old man. Shit, he's one of us. So uh, imagine, so, so imagine the story. So, so, uh, so Mary goes down with a bucket in her head, all sweaty on this armpit of the world. To, to the to the little well and to collect some water and then God <laughs> falls upon her rapes her and fucks the shit out of her goes back Mary doesn't know what the fuck happened she goes back home with no water she gets uh, you know she gets punished for doing all this without bringing the water home because they don't give a fuck she was raped they really didn't uh, Jewish law <laughs> if uh, if you were raped probably it was your fault so you were showing an ankle or something god damn it anyways so she came back and, uh, and, and, and realized that she was pregnant. You know, so they, uh, so she told Joseph. Joseph, of course, was, uh, <laughs> excuse me, you, you're pregnant from who? And uh, so Mary said, listen, if you don't believe me, the angel Gabriel will come and speak to you. And lo and behold, uh, a few days later, somebody knocked on the door and Mary opened and it was the angel Gabriel and told Mary that she would be blessed and that her son must be called the son was would be the new messiah and was the uh, the son of god and uh, and he she they were to name him emmanuel so that's a very funny thing right because if god fucks you you know and and and, sh and he tells you that you're going to have his son and he orders you to name him emmanuel why the fuck would you name him jesus <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense at all. But anyways, Joseph was convinced, according to the Bible. And, uh, and so she, she went through the pregnancy. Now, what happened was that at the end of her pregnancy, before the child was born, far, 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 far away. And this story is introduced into the Bible 300 or 400 years later, but we will put it all in the same package. So according to that story, Mary, a long way from where they were, three wise men were walking through the desert, probably in Saudi Arabia or in India or in Mongolia, God knows where, and saw a falling star. And they, they were astrological measurements done, and they believed that by following this star, they should fall upon where the messiah was to be born and so they did that they followed the star <clears throat> and it, they, they came to uh to to bethlehem where he where where his family was and so they didn't have any better idea than to go to herod which was the jewish authority in that uh in that village and so they asked him listen do you know of a guy who's recently born or, or is to be born very soon who will be the king of israel so this was the wrong thing to tell the wrong guy. Okay, so this guy uh, played it well. He said he didn't know, but as, as soon as they went, you know, soon after Jesus was born, and he sent his uh, his his henchmen to kill every child below three years of age in the village. Okay, in case so that they could kill the new Messiah that would take his place, because he was the king of Israel. Well, he was not the king of Israel. He was the king of that area. He was the. Uh, it's very confusing. The Bible is very confusing, man. But uh, bear with me. So, um, so for this, they have to run away. 
okay? And they run away to Egypt, and that's where the story gets very confusing. But the problem is, so here's the thing. So he was from Nazareth, which did not exist at that time. It was founded 300 years uh, after Jesus was born. But nevertheless, the Bible says that he was from Nazareth, but they went to Bethlehem. So why did they go to Bethlehem? So according to the Bible, the, it was, uh, the Romans made a census. Okay, and they required everybody to be registered in their place of birth. And so apparently Joseph or Mary were either born there, so they had to go to Bethlehem to get registered there for the census. Now let's make a little parenthesis here. Have you ever heard of a more nonsense census in your life? That's not what a census is. Census is made to know how many people and what kind of people live in one place. No, not where they came from, not where their origin is, because it's made mostly for taxing purposes. So what the, what the census is trying to find out is where do you live? <laughs> where do you work? Not where you come from. So uh, let's say in Barcelona, imagine there's a, there's a census here and says, okay, everybody has to register in their place of origin the city would be fucking empty in three days everybody would leave there's only a few of us who were born here the rest of us were born elsewhere this is ridiculous even the romans laughed about this what they're not how senses are made but anyways this is just for the story's sake this is what's in the bible so they had to go to bethlehem to um to uh well to give birth to jesus so the information we have is that, okay, so Jesus was born, they, uh, they escaped to Egypt because of the killing of the innocent by Herod, and uh, at some point they came back. It's a, it's a long story and it's so much bullshit surrounding this Egypt coming back story that I'm not going to even bother telling it. But from their, from their, from their coming back to, 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 to Palestine, um, there's very little information. We have... Uh, from from Jesus's early age I think we have two or three little notes I think one of them is that when they were kids he was playing with another kid who apparently was Judas and I'll come to that later and uh, the, J Jesus was playing around killing and reviving a little bird and the next thing we know is when they go to the temple to give the offerings to give the sacrifice to the to 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 their to Javeh to to the Lord <coughs> and the mother, his mother and father well they went there with a the goat and they they went through the whole ceremonial ritual Jewish process and and they lost track of him and when they found him and if i'm not mistaken it's 3 days later <laughs> Uh, he was uh, he was having discussions with um, with the wise men in the temple, you know. So apparently he was well versed in the Torah, and uh, and that's as much as we know. And from there we lose track of this fucker until he shows up at the River Jordan with two guys, two crazy guys. I believe they were Luke and Mark, and he comes across John the Baptist. So we are missing 20 years of the most important influential guy in the history of western civilization we don't know what the fuck happened to him we don't know zero zero information from 13 14 till 33 because also there is another thing everything you know from jesus everything is less than one year of his life okay less than a year of his life it's from the end of one easter to the 
next Easter. So it's it's about a year time. Everything we know about Jesus, everything you know, the 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 the, the bringing back the dead, the walking on water, the multiplying of the fish, the the the, the what everything is just this one year period. We don't know shit about before what happened nothing zero zip other than these two little notes that i just told you that he was reviving a dead bird and that he uh, was uh, having this uh, serious deep discussions on the torah with the wise men at the temple so this is the jesus we have to work with now historically speaking now we're talking about the real history okay it is truly believed that First of all, Jesus was not an only child. Okay, let's begin with that. Even the Bible mentions that. He had at least three brothers and two sisters who were older than him. Ah, go fucking figure. Hey, man, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Ask the theologists. Because if you've ever heard bullshit, ask, any, and ask a theologist anything, and then you'll hear what first class A bullshit is. So, um, and it is truly believed that Jesus' family, <clears throat> Jesus' background was a zealot. Now, what were the zealots? Uh, the zealots, okay, the zealots were a political movement that happened around the time of Jesus. And, uh, yeah, around the second temple of Judaism, who were, whose job was to incite the people of Judea against the uh, Roman Empire and expel it from the Holy Land by force. So uh, these were the guerrillas. Uh, the zealots were guerrilla people, were people who were very politically involved and who really wanted the Romans out. So it is, there is a lot of information concerning his father and his mother and, and even his friends that tell us that he might have been a zealot. And not only his background, which we know nothing about, but we have to see what the Bible hides from us. So we know what it tells us, but we don't know what it doesn't tell us. And what doesn't tell us, it's the very important things. For example, when he died, when Jesus died, his brother Jacob took over. And his brother Jacob was a zealot, was a heavy, hardcore. He was the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger of, of zealots. He was a rebel like in those days uh, they have never seen. Okay, so he wanted to, he wanted war. Okay, so he took over Jesus' movements, but let's not get ahead of us. So let's bring in the scene. So we don't know who Jesus is. We don't know nothing. Now there's this other guy who, whose name is John the Baptist, who, get ready for this, is Jesus' cousin, direct first cousin. So it is believed that uh, Judah, um, John's mother was Mary's sister. Okay, so we're talking direct family. So this guy had gone berserk. This guy had eaten too many mushrooms or had smoked too much dope or I, I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but he was absolutely nuts. He would, he would eat bugs. He would uh, hunt for wild uh, honey. He would uh, run around bare ass naked with threads and dirty as fuck. Like he would be a guy you wouldn't be want to be around <laughs> at any time. But he thought that humanity needed to to purify his uh, their sins. And so he came up with an old tradition, an old Jewish tradition, which is a baptism, you know, to, to, to dwell in water and to clean your sins and to purify your soul. And so he was a, a radical Baptist. You know, that's why he was called John the Baptist. That's what he did. He baptized people. And it is, um, it is specified that his, his kind of baptism was pretty wild. He would 
I think a lot of people actually died during the baptism because he, he used to hold them on the water for a long time. Anyway, so he had gathered a large uh, crowd. So he had a big following. Uh, uh, John the Baptist uh, had thousands of followers. It is believed that he had at least 5,000 followers. And this is a very precise number, and you'll see where I'm going with this. So uh, he, there he is in the River Jordan, which is a piece of shit river, mostly mud, baptizing all these crazy fuckers who were, who were following him. And uh, Jesus, who had just been in the lake, in Galilee uh, Lake, uh, had spoken to two fishermen and they had you know probably rebellion probably you know offer to you know if you join me let's let's try and make something get rid of the romans and something so they started following him and so they reached the river jordan and come across uh john the baptist that is the moment we first encounter jesus okay that's the first time we were, oh, shit, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, the rest is, the, 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 the other things we know about his past is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. It's not in the Bible. It's just made up 500, 600 years later. So let's stick to what's in the Bible, okay? So he shows up. Uh, John the Baptist sees him. And uh, according to the Bible, says uh, a guy will show up who I'm not even worth of his sandals. Okay. And Jesus shows up. So all John, John's followers go crazy. You know, who the fuck is this guy? Blah, blah, blah. So John's trying to tell him, I don't know what he saw in Jesus. Maybe he was he had just eaten some mushrooms and thought he was Angel Gabriel. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The, the people on those days were really crazy, man. Really fucking nuts. So Jesus approaches him and asks him, will you baptize me? And Joseph says, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, John says, no, you're the one who should baptize me. But they, well, no, you're the best. No, you're the man. No, you're the man. No, you're the man. You're the man. Uh, well, Anyways, John ended up baptizing Jesus. So this is a very crucial moment in the Bible too. Because when John agrees to baptize Jesus, so the, the scene takes place in the River Jordan. Remember, it's a very shallow river and has always been a very shallow river. It's mostly mud. So Jesus goes into the whatever water there is. And John the Baptist grabs of his uh, neck hair and pulls him into the water. And that's where... The miracle happened, okay? Uh, let me see how I can put this in, in, in words without sounding too crazy, because it is crazy. So when Jesus was underwater, that's when the heavens opened and God spoke and said, beware, this is my son. And everybody heard it, except Jesus, he was underwater. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, <laughs> you think this is crazy? Grab a hold onto your seat. So Jesus comes out. Everybody tells him, you know, fuck. <laughs> this happened. He's like, what? What? He spoke. The fucker spoke. I was underwater. I didn't hear shit. What did he say? Oh, he said he was your son. What? Me? I'm your son? No, shit. So, so there is this big turmoil around this thing going on so so uh, so viewed from a humanistic point of view this was pretty shocking right so imagine you're in that position that when you're underwater god speaks to everybody except you and tells him that you're the child and so you come out so there's a lot to digest there is a lot to digest so he decides to take a break a break from what i'm not too sure but he goes into the desert for 40 days 
and in the desert he gets tempted by the devil the devil you know gives uh, <laughs> you know offers everything richness kingdoms women sex drugs and rock and roll yeah but just forget about all the bullshit that you're starting to think uh, and he denies it of course so he comes out purified this is the Bible's uh, version and so from then he goes around collecting and and and, and you know and, and getting people and that's how we get the, the 12 apostles the 12 disciples you know so he comes across fishermen he comes across uh, wood woodworkers uh, he comes across all these people so he gathers the 12 you know his 12 disciples and and one of these 12 disciples is Judas Iscariote Judas Iscariote which is a zealot which is the treasurer of the group which is his closest friend you know and remember that story of the bird being revived when he was kid he was uh, everything indicates that it was Judas he was playing with and so Judas was not only a zealot but he was a heavy-duty zealot and he was his brothers Jacob Jesus brothers best friend and so here's where many historians truly believe that Jesus was the leader of a zealot group and so all those around him because uh, there's another misconception that we get from his disciples we have this um, ah, this idea that this romantic idea that these people were refined uh, intellectual and 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 very you know <laughs> emotional people and <laughs> they were far from that these were fishermen in the Galilee Sea 2,000 years ago if there th these guys were wild as fuck these guys were dirty rough uh, dumb uh, illiterate they, they, they amazing okay and this and this is a fact this is a fucking fact this is not uh, I mean if you hear the stories if you hear their dialogues and they never understood a word Jesus was saying not a word in every fucking chance Jesus had this is God please forgive these guys please even 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 Peter who's supposed to be his best friend the most knowledgeable one the one the one who was to build the church remember that I'll come to that later I'm getting ahead of myself but you know how I am I speak a lot so I come and go in here and there and there he denied him and he was scared and he didn't know what Jesus was all about he didn't give a fuck man he wanted to fight the Romans that's what the disciples wanted you know fight the Romans and get them out of the Holy Land especially under the directions of Judas and Jesus so so they started walking around the villages and they started spreading their rebel world and we rebel rebel word and we know very little of this and uh, the Bible the New Testament calls this the gospel bullshit you know they were inciting people they were telling people you know this how, how how can we get rid of the romans this is the holy land this is the land of our forefathers this is where G god made the covenant with moses and abraham so why are these fuckers here blah 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 ah, so this is the scenery we're now then one day one very famous day and this this will probably surprise you herod had a girlfriend her wife or a mistress I'm not too sure 
who she was, but uh, this was his uh, second wife. He had done some uh, crazy things that all, as all Jewish people in, 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 in Israel did. If you see uh, from the Old Testament, David was fucking everyone. Josiah was fucking everyone. Uh, Salome was Salomon was fucking everyone. Everybody was fucking everyone. So, so um, uh, Herod had. Uh, I can't remember the, the precise story, but he was fucking his brother's wife or something like that. And John the Baptist belonged to the Essenes, which were very, a very pure and very, um, uh, they followed Judaism to the extreme and everything was a sin and everything was, uh, so this is the, this is where Jesus got all this crazy shit. Well, anyways, John the Baptist used to speak out loud against Herod's new wife or lover whose name was Salome and so uh, long story short Salome got real pissed and ordered his husband or her husband or lover or whoever Herod was to bring after after a very sexy dance that she did with her friends apparently all naked put everybody with a bits with a with a dick's heart and Herod was so impressed by this that asked her ask me anything you want and I'll give it to you and she said I want John the Baptist's head on a silver platter and so um, John the Baptist at that moment was in jail for in, for um, for insulting someone but not for a very heinous crime and so Herod said okay if you give me pussy I'll get you his head Whoosh off with John's head that's a very long story which I'm very shortening it up but that's the most basic things so he killed uh, John the Baptist curious very curious so Jesus when he heard about John the Baptist the first thing he thinks is oh shit well he had a shitload of followers he where are they so he went to the River Jordan to where G, uh, um, uh, John used to meet and he found his 5,000 followers and so they all had heard John say that I'm not worthy of Jesus sandals so they thought well if we can if if uh, John's head is gone then we'll follow you and that's how Jesus got his followers so he inherited uh, John's following. It's not that he created it. It's not that he spent years uh, working the fields and grassroots politics, getting people together. No, no. All of a sudden, John's head was off, gone, and he inherited this uh, this bunch of people who were absolutely crazy and absolutely hallucinogenic and absolutely, uh, how would I say, radical in their Judaism. You know, they were very radical very orthodox you know and so that's when jesus began changing because he didn't i believe that this is the humanization of jesus suddenly he understood and again this is from the perspective of the biblical stories it's not from true history but even from that perspective i believe that this is the shift that jesus made that pissed a lot of people so he started changing the message at that point because now he was shit was getting serious all the zealots were doing pressure on him like dude okay if we now have 5,000 followers now we can create a revolution because before that we only had 12 guys we were only 12 so it would have been a little bit different and i think only one of them had uh, had, had had swords with whether uh, jesus uh, two of them jesus and john uh so now that we have 5,000, we can start working on this so 
But Jesus had changed his mind. Jesus had wanted to spread a different message. Jesus um, somehow understood maybe the four or 40 days in the desert made him see that the solution uh, was more on the on the love side, on the accept your enemies, on the love your enemies, and love will set you free and share. So, and that's what got him in trouble because his his apostles and his disciples really didn't they began not understanding what the fuck are you talking about dude we were supposed to be you know <laughs> we we're supposed to do this liberate palestine from the romans and now you're talking that we must turn the other cheek and now you're you're going berserk so everything was against him from then on even to the point where his best friend judas betrayed him that's funny that it was judas huh? the zealot so um there's a lot of um information concerning that particular issue because it could have been anyone else but no it was judas it was his best friend and, and, and judas was known to be a zealot a heavy duty fucking zealot this guy wasn't joking i mean this guy was a murderer he was he was not only a zealot he was a what was the name he was an assassin. He was a uh, oh, a guy in charge of chopping heads up. You know, he was a serious guy. So now he has this leader who is now talking about turning the other cheek, about loving each other, about love is the answer. Love, love, love. Dun, dun, love, love. What the fuck is going on with this guy? So, um, so everything unfolded. The way we know, he, uh, he uh, Herod, uh, you know, gave him the thirteen coins. He he went and betrayed Jesus, and then he got crucified and shit. Blah 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 blah. Period. Jesus is dead. Jesus is hanging from a cross. The Roman cuts his chest and gives him vinegar to drink. He says his last words: "God, why have you forsaken me?" And we're gonna leave this here, my boys, and uh, sometime later this this week I'll record the second episode. Remember, we left Jesus dying in the cross. God, why have you forsaken me? I believe Jesus and God were the same person. Who that? If I will find out about this, but it gets really interesting. Okay, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope you enjoyed this. Don't miss the next episode. Love you guys. Adios from Dirty Old Man. 